Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello guys and welcome back to Jack Mate's Happy Hour Podcast or Happy Hour Ween. That's very camp that. I like it. <laughs> do it again. Ooh. It's like you fancy me. I do. <laughs> now guys, you will be familiar with the fact that we are now full visual on Spotify. You can see us in all our yellowy glory and there's no better reason to go over to Spotify and to watch this episode today because we have spent hours upon hours of laborious set dressing because we have is it our was it ours no it's just some random little one pound cobwebs from sainsbury and it's just cotton oh, stop slagging it off sorry do your ooh again ooh. okay now we're back into the swing of things uh yeah pound from sainsbury's took us about four minutes uh but that's halloween for you now last year for halloween you may remember cast your minds back to episode 320 of happy hour we had paranormal expert Beth Darlington in. And she was, uh, she was a darling, wasn't she? She was. She was class. I loved her. She was great. Now, this year, we thought, right, we need to go Halloween-y again. So I have got a man joining us today who goes by the name of Richard Case, or perhaps more interestingly, the Ghost Challenger. How are you, mate? Yeah, hi, guys. Great to be on. Um, mate, it's a pl- pleasure. Honour to be here. You know, I, I love all this um, cobwebs and... Um, <laughs> You know, it just uh, really, uh, I can see that you've gone full, full hill uh, <laughs> on the kind of uh, effects. <laughs> no, no expenses spared for you, yeah, Richard. Yeah, amazing. Now, yeah. mate, before we ask our opening question that we ask all of our guests, the Ghost Challenger, it's an interesting name. It is. Um, people say to me, you know, why? What, what, first of all, people think that I challenge ghosts in the sense that I'll go out and I'll see a ghost and say, hey, come here and, you know, have a fight me or yeah do something you you don't do that do something naughty or something you know but i don't do that no (laughs) but i do um i do challenge in the sense i'm a skeptic so i say you know i don't really believe in ghosts i think it's a load (laughs) of rubbish you know and uh people that do believe in ghosts or woohoos yeah it's probably silly but um (laughs) is that what you call them woohoo i like that that. are you familiar with the game the sims 
Yeah. Do you yeah. know what what that means on there? No, I've no idea. What <laughs> because uh, you might you might stop saying woohoo after you learn this. Do you know what it means? Yeah. What does it mean? It's when they climb into bed together, they woohoo. Really? Yeah, they woohoo. Oh, I'll probably still use woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> definitely uh, cause a few. But uh, you've never woohooed a woohoo, have you? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I think there's a sort of collective sigh of relief amongst our listeners and our viewers now because I think I said the same to Beth last year. But when we hear paranormal expert my mind at least before i met beth last year my mind goes to kind of like the most haunted kind of when they speak to i'm not a fan of psychic mediums right i like nor am i (laughs) good (laughs) then we're gonna get on just fine because you are a skeptic but you've got um plenty of sort of ghoulish stories to tell us today but richard before we get into them we always ask our guests the same opening question imagine a place called the happy hour hall of fame it's a yep. mythical place far, far away. You can submit one item into this Hall of Fame that will be forever immortalised. It can be a thing, a place, a person, a feeling. What would you like to put It's got to be an action man. That's my favourite, favourite toy going back in the 80s. An action man? Yeah, yeah. Do you know I never had an action man? Yeah. You never had an action man? No. Never. What, what were you playing with? Myself. I seem to be going on Great. with woo-hoos. <laughs> <laughs> woo-hooing alone. We're woo-hooing away. <laughs> now, yeah. I, I, I missed out on the G.I. Joes, because that was, what was that, 80s G.I. Joe? I think it was, yeah. yeah. I, I remember the ones where their eyes moved, the eagle eyes. Oh, no, sounds, I don't. Sounds a bit like what we're going to go on to later. With <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, they're apparently the... I don't know how they did it, but um, they, mm. their, their eyes move left and right, sort of like that. No, that's creepy, that. that that's it? creepy. Yeah. So did you have one action man? Did you have a, a, a plethora <laughs> of action men? I can remember um, that was probably the, the one and only uh, present I had off my older brother, that, uh, that, and that was probably it after that. Right. I didn't get much more out. He was a stingy old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he got so you probably, something to put into the Hall of Fame. Why, <laughs> that's probably why I remember it so much, you know? So, uh, yeah. Nice. Do you still play with it now? Um, I have been known to play with myself now and then, but <laughs> <laughs> he meant the action man. Said it like. <laughs> Where is it now? Then is it at your house? It actually, funny enough, I've actually got a collection of uh, these models. Um, they're they're the real McCoy, um, and they're the bigger models where they look real lifelike, um, little miniature wax things, and they're probably worth about hundred pounds per per. Bigger. Models of what? Well, it's like you know, like the Action Man Germans, you know, First World War. Oh, it's wow. Like, God knows why I do it. But it <laughs> must be taking me back to childhood. But, you know, I just um, put them in a cabinet and there they are. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah. So, so are they out of the original packaging then? They're out of the original package. Right. Yeah, that devalues yeah, yeah. them a bit, Rich, if I'm honest. A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you valuing yourself? Yeah. This is yeah. like that show, Porn. Is it Porn Stars? Where they bring not, not porn, <laughs> where they bring items in and then I have to value yeah. them. I don't know why you put me in charge of valuing your random stuff. But there we go. Okay, let's get in let's jump straight into some quick fire-ish uh, get to know questions to get to know the man behind the ghost challenger. Stevie, kick it kick it off. What's the most unusual app on your phone? I'll be honest, even though I think it's a load of rubbish, I have got one of those ghost apps. Um, <laughs> can you get it out? Hold on, have, what's a ghost have, app? Have you got it on your phone now? I've got it there somewhere, but I can't find it because I've got a load of apps. Okay, right, um, right. But basically, it's one, of, it's one of these that, you know, you, you hold it in the room and suddenly these green lights come up that there's supposed to be a, a ghost over there or <laughs> over here, and then it suddenly tells you, you know, what it's going to do to you or its name and who, how old it is and stuff like that. It's oh, a load wow. Of rubbish because it always comes out with this 
you know, USA voice <laughs> you know, from the States. Sounds uh, a lot like so, Siri. Yeah, yeah, very much like Siri. Um, it's a little bit like the... Um, when you've got the, you know, you're driving and all that, and you've got the uh, sat nav. Oh, yeah. You know, to, you know, go round at the roundabout, roundabout. Are you roundabout, sure you're not just talking about your, your Google Maps? No, so. no, no, no. It's definitely, definitely not that. No. <laughs> but no, that's probably one of the, weird, the weirdest I've got because um, it means nothing. Yeah. Um, I've taken it, I've taken it to allegedly haunted buildings and uh, it comes up with a zilch every time. Oh, so. really? But when you're at home or you're, you're in a McDonald's, it seems to come up with a, a ghost. Oh, Do you know what it's called? Yeah, I want to see if there's anything yeah, in here. Yeah, app. yeah, you 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 can just go on, put Ghost app, and you can get one. Yeah, you keep talking. I'm going to try would, and find I one. Would, yeah, Jack, and yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah. Well, we'll have a little look. If I want to find out if there's a ghost in here, Jack. Yeah, Jack go see. Judy yeah, Rhino, maybe. Might be near one of them. <laughs> He's not dead. Yeah, <laughs> not here, is he? <laughs> okay, ghost uh, detector. Granddad, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> is it? What, is it called Ghost Detector? Is it maybe? Ghost is it, is, does it look like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, similar like that. Yeah. It's funny though because you always get the 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 ring, you know, the the girl on the ring coming out of the, that's, that's and the that to there. me is freaky. That yeah. is really freaky. Yeah. It's got ten k. I would, you know, <laughs> it's got ten thousand reviews at four stars, so people like it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe by the guys that made it, but <laughs> <laughs> ask a ghost a question and they will answer. Oh, you got to download. Okay, I'm it. downloading it. Carry okay. on, Richard. Who's three celebrities you'd invite to a dinner party? First one would be Ricky Gervais. Oh, there we um, go. Second one. My best be mate. The second one. <laughs> uh, good grief. Who would be the second? Um... Just Ricky Gervais. little one-on-one. Well, Elvis Presley, but I can't resurrect him, can I? No, no yeah, you, you, you can, can have. Yeah, Elvis Presley, that'd be if quite good. If anyone can fucking <laughs> speak to him, it'll be you, wouldn't it? Just, just to get him to go, huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, But you can use Ricky Gervais and have the app, yeah. and Elvis can talk to you through that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd definitely marry him on row, because yeah. that's, that's, that's one of my pin-ups from, uh, you know, years ago. Is that who you fancied as a, as a child? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you were a child. You didn't yeah. fancy her when no, she no, was a child. No, no, I yeah, 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 we are. <laughs> no one thought you meant that. No one thought you meant that. Sorry. This is on the BBC. <laughs> I'm calibrating my sensors for this app. Okay. Everything has been calibrated. I'm just taking Jack away from that. From what? You saying he likes kids. <laughs> I got 99% and it's not getting any further. The ghosts okay. are stopping it from working. Well, maybe that means that we're not we're not in a ghostly place. Flea, get some more cobwebs out. <laughs> we'll leave it. Keep going. Okay, so we've got Ricky Gervais, uh, Elvis. You've got a bit of Presley about you. You're quite a suave guy. I I did get caught once on live TV. They were doing um, Santa Baby uh, for Christmas. Right. And this girl, this woman on there was doing it. And then yeah. the producer said, can you do the next bit? And they, it was terrible. Oh, what, you yeah. had to perform it? Yeah, I had to do it. I had to sing the second bit. But <laughs> what TV show is yeah, Why would you sing Santa Baby to a guy, you know, on a on a live TV show? You know, <laughs> if she's singing it, that's fine. And I had to go in with the second, uh, second bit. <laughs> was it so. a stitch up? Was it, you, it was kind of stitch up, really. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. If all we've got... It. We're We've in got it. Ghost it. Is, it, is it working? Apparently so. So I'm going to hit yeah. start. Right. <laughs> you got to pay for premium. Three pound nine nine. That's an extra ten pound on top of that. It's three nine nine. So I'll just watch the ad. Yeah. <laughs> whilst you answer. No, 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 no. We've got plenty of time, mate. I'm oh, oh, I can skip the ad. Okay. This is great for podcasting, isn't yeah. it? I just got to play this game, cat and act. What, it's making you play a game. Well, it it doesn't let me skip at the moment. How many fucking levels? You yeah, I mean, there we go. There we go. Games on there, isn't it? Oh, you... here we go. Okay. Yeah. So, ghost detector would like to access the camera. Can you record? I think what we're supposed to do is what these woohoos do. <laughs> they turn around and say, is anyone there? 
Have you got a message for me? Go Recording. on. Recording. Yeah. Right. Walk around slowly to detect supernatural entities. Okay. Hello, entities. Is anybody there? Put it towards Richard because I think he's, he's... There'll be one control. over his shoulder, won't there? Oh, go on. Imagine I did that and it just was. <laughs> There's no ghost, mate. Mm, we're getting... Nothing at all at the moment, is there? No. Anyone there? Any... Show yourself, fiend. <laughs> shall, I, shall I actually... I'm going to do a quick walk. It's all right. I'm screen recording all of this so we can get it. And he bangs into the wall as he goes round. <laughs> this is uh, this is class content, Stevie. Everyone's absolutely gripped. It's a bit like that TV show, isn't it? You know, on TV, you know. What, the most hot? <gasps> yeah. Oh, we found a ghost! Entity oh, we got detected. one. We got one. Entity detected. Ask a question. Are you... Wait. Oh, so you get to ask on here. These yeah. are the questions. I, what, I was going to say, are you male or female? Okay. Transmitting. Received response. <gasps> here we go. That sounds. That does not sound like a. I don't know what that sounds. Apparently, I'm the man of the hour. Richard, ask another question. Um, are you good or evil? Transmitting. Sorry. Receiving listener. response. They can hear this. Okay. Yeah, but it's taken a while. Pizza delivery. <laughs> <laughs> are you good or evil? Oh, a lot. it's going to be evil. Translating. It's going to be evil. I've picked a pocket or two in my time, <laughs> but then again, I've given to the poor. Robin Who's Hood? to say one way or the other? The ghost of... Robin sounds, Hood. sounds a bit Oliver Twist kind of thing. <laughs> Do you want to hurt me? Transmitting. What, you've asked that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, please say yes. That is a classic. You always got to ask that. Yeah. They do that on telly, don't they? Yeah. Why is it filming? It wasn't like that before, because when it goes on you or me, look, it's like that. Right, and then what happens when you put it on Richard? That was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it made you a silhouette. Really? Maybe you're dead. Maybe. <laughs> I could be a ghost uh, You, myself, of course you know? not. <laughs> okay, he's lovely. Oh, is he? There we go. Robin Hood. We yep. found the ghost of Robin Hood. There we go. That was a waste of three minutes for you, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween. Stevie hit with the next get to know question. Make sure you buy one, you know? <laughs> yeah, what an advert for that. <laughs> <laughs> 10K reviews at four stars. That's insane. Good job you did the free version. Yeah. Much I paid 3 dollars yeah. for that. I'd be fuming. Probably... If, there were, <laughs> if there were 25 hours in a day, how would you spend the extra time? 25 hours in a day, how would I spend the extra time? Um... Probably uh, <laughs> probably just watching a lot of horror movies. I love horror movies. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Funny wow. enough, you know, I skeptic on ghosts, but mm. horror movies, you know, that's that's where you get. I mean, I take people out of haunted buildings and they say to me, ah, nothing happens, it's boring. I said, we're better off staying at home watching a, yeah. watching a horror movie because, um, you know, if they're any good. I mean, some of them naff, aren't Yeah, they? yeah. So, my my favourite one, I, I can't watch them because I get yeah. too scared. I don't know why. Um, you, you love them, don't you? But my favourite series are Paranormal Activity because they are so shit. Yeah, yeah. Like they're shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they think, are shit. Yeah. But good. Yeah. I yeah. prefer horror films if it can happen in yeah. real life, like yeah. like your Texas Chainsaw Massacres. Those ones scare what, me. What I got confused of when I was coming down, they said the best horror movie all time was Jaws, and I, I don't really count as a horror movie. I wouldn't I class know. it as a horror. Not, you know, about sharks. Yeah, it was like just an evil finding Nemo, yeah. really. Isn't yeah, it? it is. Yeah. Nemo with a, you know, very with, strong fin. Like, <laughs> Nemo know. with my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your favourite horror movie? Oh, 
favourite horror movies. I'm going back to um, the 80s because they were shit. But um, going back to the 80s, we kind of watched all these like Freddy Krueger. Oh, oh yeah. Nightmare on Elm, Elm Street. Street. I yeah. mean, they were fantastic. Yeah. Um, you, you had to have a few bevies to watch it, but, <laughs> you know, uh, to make sense. I, I remember watching this horror film and a friend of mine, uh, his parents were away and I loved watching, I loved scaring people back then, see. Mm. And um, we're watching this horror film and this woman like suddenly appears in the window and stuff. And he's like, oh, I've got to go back home. My mum and dad's away. And I was like pissing myself. I said, well, you look out a window, you might see her when you, you know, get back. This woman just staring through the window, <laughs> tapping on the window sort of thing. And uh, they, they always used to be quite, I don't know, I think, um, who was it they used to do them? Um, I'm on Elm Street. Was it Wes? I can't remember his name now, but it just had that real kind of edge with it. You know, yeah. Sort of uh, Freddy Krueger and all those kind of I've things. I've seen uh, one of the scariest films I've ever seen. Right. People out there will be screaming the name. It was about an author. This woman loves this author, right? Yeah. Mate, you should watch this. It's the t- most tense movie I've ever seen. So this, this woman loves this author and he's like proper famous in it. And then he gets in a snow accident. And he, oh yeah! Do you know what I mean? And then misery, misery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and he gets in a snow accident. Don't give spoilers. I won't give any spoilers. He and she's a super fan, and she she goes out to his car. If I'm remembering this rightly, it's and, like somebody you meet after a hangover and say, "Oh my god, what did I? Right? How did I end up with this one?" You know, <laughs> yeah. she she takes him into her house and she's mending him up fixing him up like giving him hot cocoa and stuff yeah, for a yeah. few for a few weeks or whatever while his legs but then it, then things transpire and it turns into a bit of a she's a fan fan she's psycho yeah you said well you, you've fucking ruined it yeah well done. yeah i think it was fairly obvious what you were getting out jack <laughs> <laughs> i've ruined it i don't know the film i've never seen it what's your favorite horror film um say so i say that i only like the ones that could happen in real life nightmare on elm street terrified me especially as a kid because yeah. hmm. It doesn't happen in real life. It happens in your dreams and yeah. you have no control over your dreams. So no. going to sleep every night was just like, if that happens tonight, I'm done. Because yeah. he kills you in your sleep. It's not nice. They did a parody of that on The Simpsons and groundskeeper Willie was the oh, I've guy, seen that episode. Every... Well, no, I never saw that one. Did yeah. you not? No. Yeah, that was good. Jack finds a way to talk about The Simpsons in every yeah, one of these podcasts fan. now. Big fan. It's a classic. It's it a is. classic. Okay, what's your biggest pet peeve? What's something somebody does that irritates you? I think... Um... I don't know. With uh, probably, um, probably. I mean, going to what I do in the ghost kind of uh, business mm-hmm. is um, it really pisses me off when um, I'm out doing a ghost event and um, you've got one of those people that's doing the event and they're screaming every five minutes, right. a little bit like they do on TV. Yeah. So I guess that does that is a bit of a thing. That screaming in what context are they? Sc- <laughs> screaming because uh, they they they're, they're frightened. Oh so, right, know, okay, they're scared. I mean, you know, um, I mean, we did a place where the cellar was, and uh, somebody screamed their head off because all the all the everything was turned off. Like normally, you go in a pub, and at least at least they've got the you know, everything left on mm-hmm. the the taps and everything. Yeah, but this particular time, we turned it off, and um, they went in the cellar, dead quiet, and then the. Somebody said, oh, I want a drink. So somebody had a drink and he turned it all back on and it went in the cellar and she was screaming her head off, you know. She was like, oh, my God, did you hear it? Did you hear it? We're all going to die. We're all going to die. And it was like, and I thought that one, we were all going to die. Okay, that's your pet peeve, people screaming. 
Um, I think you're a bit of a screamer. I yeah, I jump scare easily. Yeah. I don't think I scare easily, but I do jump scare easily. Yeah, so you you scare. You ever done recently? that in a hotel? Sometimes you have got the mirror on. Us. I've done that where the mirror's been way and you're not expecting. You're like, oh my god, it's me. <laughs> scare yeah, yourself. Oh, yeah, scare <laughs> you. <laughs> I do always have to shut my bathroom door in a hotel. Mm. Yeah. Something oh, about yeah. it creeps me out yeah. because yeah. there's yeah. always a mirror near your bed that you can see into the bathroom, isn't yeah. there? Mm. And that, something about that just scares me. I don't it's know why. Weird, isn't it? Like I have to. Do you ever sleep with the bedroom door open? No, no. I haven't got a bedroom door. What? <laughs> I, I bought a new bed. You remember the massive bed I got? Right. Too big to fit in my room, so the door doesn't open. So we just had to take it off. All right. So no bedroom door. So genuinely got no bedroom so door. you sleep with the door open? No, I sleep with no door. <laughs> Door's yeah. not open, it's never but, there. But there could be the girl from the ring at that door, couldn't there? Oh, and it also goes outside my bedroom door. You can just see upstairs, which is pitch black. It's, it's, Ooh, I'll, I'll send yeah. you a photo of it. It's quite nah, creepy. I don't want to see it. I yeah. don't want to see it, because yeah. then I'll be screaming. <laughs> okay. Right, final question. <laughs> Nobody's staying around your house. No, <laughs> no. Final question. Who is your hero? I think... Um, Probably Muhammad Ali was one of my my heroes. What a shout! Um, and I met him when um, you know when he was just getting over the kind of it was kind of like dementia kind of coming on and mm. that. And I can remember seeing him, and he just stood there and he he, he just went like that, you know, just to say, "Come on, you know, be oh, strong," you know, sort of thing. And where I, was and that? Kind of, where did you meet him? Well, he was signing books in a shop actually. So I went and I um I went in there and I thought, great, I'm going to go and get an autograph and all that. And you could see that he was always starting, I think it was the Parkinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was just having the Parkinson, but he was just there smiling away and just doing that. And unreal. Was like real unreal, yeah. What a fighter. What yeah, an athlete. Definitely, yeah. Did that's, you get a signed book? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great little Amazing. memento, yeah, that. Yeah. Unreal. Great answer. Now, let's get into your sort of early life, mate, because you've been a paranormal expert for over 35 years. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, I started... I mean, they always say paranormal expert, and it makes me smile because there is not really an expert in bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how can you be an expert? You know, I mean, you know, sort of, um, um, you you have knowledge of it, and you kind of know some of the psychology and through experience and learning and studying. Yeah, you do. I mean, you could go on to be a parapsychologist. I've not yet got to that or done that. Mm -hmm. A few of my friends are parapsychologists. They they are like proper psychologists and they go on to the parapsychology. So what what does that mean then? Well, parapsychology is a study of psychic phenomena like uh, telepathy, uh, precognition, all those kind of things, and also hauntings and stuff. And um, they kind of... But there's also a thing called anomalistic psychology. Okay. And that is basically a fancy word for bullshit. I mean, anomalistic is like cannot explain it. So they look into the psychology of it, and I'm into that more. So um, say, for example, um, sleep, you know, sleep paralysis? Yeah. yeah. You know, so, I mean, we, we, we had a hotel, and this, um, this, they, they said, oh, there's a ghost in room 181, you know? So I stayed the night in that room, thought nothing happened at all, you know? And then I'd heard other people had been there, not much had happened. But sometime in the past, the guy had gone in that room, and he felt like, so it was, you know, like... They, they, I mean, the, the fancy name is succubus incubus. Now that that is, I know we're getting into sex now because you got <laughs> the, su- the, the, su- the go succubus for. demon. Use your imagination. <laughs> yeah. The incubus demon. Uh, use your imagination <laughs> on that. Um, but basically, people in sleep paralysis, they can you can wake up and you can't move. And I've you, had it. And you can see like the hag, you know, the, the something coming towards you. Yeah. 
And that is where you can explain it by anomalistic psychology. And I'm interested in that kind of thing. Right. But um, yeah, I've been since I, well, it could be getting, yeah, when I was a kid, I don't, I don't know what earth possessed me, but when I was a child, I first started, um, we used to have a magazine called Unexplained. Yeah, you know, I don't think I don't know if you remember that. I think of, I've heard of it. And yeah. there's a TV show, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, they used to have a ghost book um, done by is it Usborn Books or Unborn? I can't think of the publishing. Mm-hmm. And um, they used to have this magazine, and they used to have a thing called EVP, and I love that. It's called Electric Voice Phenomena. Right. And that's where you go out with a voice recorder, and they used to have these records, and you used to put it. It wasn't tape recorders then; it was just put a record on the thing, and you hear like Winston Churchill voice, like hello i'm here and it's really creepy it <laughs> right. was really spooky <laughs> right. i like to play it with people and say listen to that and they'd be like oh my god oh my god i don't want to sleep tonight i don't like that yeah you know um if you listen to electric voice phenomena nowadays if you go on youtube you listen and you'll get eh, eh, or something like eh, 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 or something like that and they'll say it says i'm gonna kill you and i think that's a bloody thing <laughs> say anything. it's just a noise you know and um there is a psychological thing that i prove to someone i should have done it with you guys i haven't got it on me but it's a recording i'll play a recording to you okay yeah and it means it'll go eh, 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 or something mm-hmm. i'll play it to you and then i'll play what it's supposed to say you'll hear what it's supposed to say yeah okay and then i'll play back the noise you heard before that didn't make any sense and you'll hear what it's supposed to say um because your brain is then processed all oh, right so um what i always say with evp on these youtube channels watch it because most of the time they've got get out he's dead yeah or he's evil right and they're already putting that in your mind yeah, yeah. so you're already hearing it or seeing it there right. was that um thing that went viral recently where it's like it says like yanny it shows you the words yeah yanny yeah, and laurel yeah, yeah. or brainstorm one of them wasn't it brainstorm and something yeah Brain needle. Brain needle and so brainstorm. Either said yeah. brain needle or brainstorm, but whichever yeah. word you read is what you heard. Yeah. So it's yeah. just that, isn't it? It is. It there's is, a, there's yeah. a new one as well. They found it. I think it's, is it in Toy Story? Ken, you mm. know, Ken and Barbie are in it, aren't yeah. they? Ken goes, oh, Barbie, like that. But if you play it and you think, oh, fuck, it's literally sounds like it's going, oh, fuck. And you don't know. Like yeah. saying that now, you think, how do those two Barbie things even and, sound yeah. similar? Yeah. But it is whatever one you think of. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean I've been out with all ghost hunters. And I mean, they've got these um, little, um, what they call ghost machines. Um, these, these little uh, things that sweep through radio channels. And, right. Um, they're going, do you hear that? It's telling me to F off. It's telling me, telling me to sod off. And, you, you know, you're a bastard and all that. And I'm listening. It's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm thinking this thing's no sense to me. <laughs> How the hell they're getting a conversation like this? Maybe yeah. you just you don't know. know like like it could be. You're it not could in. be. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 35 years ago, where, where does where does your interest in the paranormal? Well, stand funnily from? enough, <laughs> I'm quite open about my past. Um, I um, I'm a half sibling. My my other brothers and sisters are all very religious, and my stepfather that brought me up was highly religious. Right. And I used to go to church, and I used to think this is a load of bollocks. I don't believe in any of this. Right. And I thought, why don't I believe in it? Why don't I do what they do or follow what they do. Um, and I'll tell you, they, they were in a thing called the Salvation Army. Okay. Sally Army, we used to call it. Right. Have you ever seen that organisation? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen Go out it. with the cornets and, I've, you know, I'm not, I'm not too cats. familiar with the ins and outs, yeah. but I, I know of it. Yeah, and they used to go out caroling at Christmas and do all those kind of things. And I was brought up 
from a child in that organization. Mm. If funny enough, I got a story to tell you. They don't drink. They don't believe in alcohol and okay. stuff. So I can remember me uh, where, at 14, mine, 14 years of age, you promise you're not going to abstain from alcohol. You're going to abstain from sex. You're going to abstain from everything. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's ridiculous. So I remember, <laughs> so I can remember. No woo-woo. Yeah. Well, maybe 14's a bit young for the, you know, but I can remember a, a funny story. I remember being in the, been in it and uh, we used to go out caroling with the in the pubs you know they used to collect money and stuff mm. and um i was in it then and i can remember i had this cap on and the weekend before me and my mate had gone in there and had a few pints and everything like that underage and we were in there playing the thing and they're not supposed to drink so as i'm playing the carols my cat's going for because i don't want the bar guy to recognize me you know and i thought this ain't right you know i gotta get out of this organization you know i'm either two-faced or uh, it's a load of rubbish so i kind of thought well why do they believe in that and then i thought well why do people believe any kind of rubbish and um so i i left that and then i sort of thought what well, you know why do people believe in funny things mm. and um that kind of got me interested in the psychology of why people believe in what they believe in right and then i got interested in the unexplained ghosts and horror and i thought well, why do people believe that you know mm. and then i got more into the kind of detective work of trying to decide why and and how they believe it and what, what's going on so so what did did you have sort of more quote-unquote normal jobs before doing that <laughs> <laughs> um i yeah i did um i first uh first job was uh working in a job center the uh, civil servant for so many years mm -hmm. then i went in as a volunteer police officer um i just decided to go in and do that and give that a go how long were you a police officer for i was probably about about two years i did that ah, okay was, yeah good 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 crack in that and it was funny actually because um we were doing i was doing a, a local pub which was supposed to be haunted and he used to call me Scooby-Doo the policeman. You know, and uh, I can remember it. We were down there and officers come along and they said, uh, what's going on here now? It's a lock-in. They shouldn't be in there at this time of night. You know, let's go and find out what's going on. So they um, they come over and they said, um, you know, what, what, what are you doing? Said, oh, it's you, Richard. I said, yeah, this is supposed to be the haunted. Can we come in? I said, well, you can't come in here with your walkie, you know, walkie-talkie airwaves, you know, go down, down a haunted cellar and all that going on duty like that. So, uh, you know, that was kind of a funny story to it. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of police officers have had funny experiences. They do use mediums a lot sometimes. What, in the police force? Um, back in time, they have been known to be used for murder cases. I mean, even though I'm a sceptic and I think mediums, a lot of mediums are um, talking rubbish, Yeah, there are some that I've come across that are pretty pretty good and I'm not saying I believe it, but I've known mediums to to have been, you know Really? Yeah, you know, turned to in Well uh, you, you have you have you worked with mediums? No, not myself, no, no. But, but I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm so skeptic about mediums. Yeah. There there are um definitely um you know, definitely sort of um charlatans out there, yeah. yeah definitely, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Wasn't there quite a bad case at some point of a medium who told a family that they're kidnapped child was dead and then yeah. Years, yeah, later, no. years later it came they were out. found alive yeah, yeah. i, I yeah. say it a lot but like if you have this fucking skill that yeah. is like let's say for a second it's real right and they can they can contact the dead you have such a unique skill to basically unlock the, the fuck you've got the key to a fucking another dimension it seems don't charge people £6.99 an hour to speak to the nan. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> I did a video once. I used to make YouTube videos, and I did a video where I went on to. I've told a few guests this. I might have even told Beth this, but I um, went onto a random name generator and generate, and it said, "What age do you want this person to be?" Whatever. Put in for this old lady, and it came up with this name, Norma Rose. So I pretended that was my deceased grandmother, and I called up these psychics, and I just pretended that everything they told me was absolutely bang on, and you could hear the excitement in their voice that they were. Yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah, it's absolutely crazy, isn't it? I've done that. I, I had an object, um, but funny enough, this this did surprise me because um, when uh, my great uncle used to have um, uh, there's this ornament he had uh, back from when he was in the war, and he got from China. And as a kid, he used to say to me, and it had like a Chinese tower in it, but it was very blur. The this ornament, it's mm. a glass ornament, and he say, stare at that for five ten minutes and something got happened inside the so i used to stare at it and i used to say nothing's happened he said well it shut you up didn't it for 10 minutes you know like that <laughs> so i went up to these mediums and i said what do you think of this and one said i want to knock you on the head with it another one said um you know i think uh maybe it's just for the paper you know we have paperweight and then one of them turned around and said i want to say shut up and i thought whoa okay that was a lucky guess or you know all oh, right yeah so that was yeah. kind of he was, he was, that, that kind of made me think it was unusual, but um, yeah. I still don't think, you know, he was contacting my, right. my great uncle or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, uh, yeah. For sure. Did you ever have anything paranormal happen to you growing up that made you kind of go into this? When I was very, very small. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I used to be petrified of um, going to my great uncles, and because my auntie, my great auntie, had died, and he had left the room just as it was with her hairbrush, because he he was devastated when she died, mm-hmm. so he left the bedroom just as it was. So I kind of, as a child, had visions that she might a ghost might appear. Mm-hmm. So I used to hate going to bed. But one of them was my granddad. He told me loads, loads and loads of ghost stories, and he said to me, um, "Do you know that your nan?" Your late nan was her ghost has been seen at the top of the stairwell at the house where he stayed. So typically they had a spiral staircase. 
So when I was a child, I used to go up this spiral staircase, hand on my my eyes, thinking mm. any minute I'm just going to bump into the apparition of my dead nan, and it's scared of living daylights. I think it was more feelings. I mean, I, I I did have a few weird feelings as a child. If I went to a certain house, I didn't like a certain area or a certain place, and things you can't explain as children, but I think mm. that's just children generally being scared of the dark and, and things like that. But you never had any moments where you thought, you saw a ghost. No, you no, didn't. No, you didn't. No. Okay, so, so you, you, you've explained why you have this interest in the paranormal. When did it go from just an interest into a job? It kind of really took off when I started doing the Ghost Challenger and been left alone in buildings, and people really wanted to watch it. They wanted, I think, they wanted things to happen to me mm. rather than you know anything paranormal i think they, they thought oh, that's sod oh you know if somebody throws him or gets him down the stairs it'd be good laugh and all <laughs> so um i had a lot of followers doing that and um it just got more and more interesting and then i kind of got interested in the psychology and um i joined um society for cycle research which is up in london uh which uh nandorf Bodor, which we'll talk about later, mm -hmm. was a member of. Okay. Um, joined all those kind of uh, places and um, realised that, you know, there's some serious people in this field. And um, I then got just more and more interested, really. Yeah. Just more and more intrigued by it. One of the things that I did do, I travelled the world and I was very lucky to do that. And I went to nearly loads of countries, um, Samoa, China, you know, all over. Oh, wow. And I, I thought, well, what would be good to see what they believe in, you know, mm. do they believe in ghosts? And everyone all around the world is exactly the same. You know, it opens a conversation as soon as you start about talking about ghosts. Yeah. I went to a little village in Samoa, which is right out in the middle of nowhere. You know, this, um, they were like, I mean, the funny thing about these countries is they, they've been taken over by religion, you know, like, the Catholic religion or, mm. or Christianity. So that a lot of them are very much, they're not like they used to, their old native beliefs have gone, which is, is a shame, mm. you know, a real shame. But um, in this village, she said to me, oh, I've seen a, I've seen a, you know, a, a ghost in my village. And she was the chief's daughter in the village. And she said, I, I saw it in, in, in the village and, you know, and told me stories. And, you know, there was all sorts of people telling me just various things. And right. um, yeah, so um, that, when I found out that, you know, all, all these countries have these beliefs. It got really interesting. And, yeah, I bet. Yeah. I bet. I, I, I'd be interested to see, you know, these sort of like untouched tribes that yeah. you can find in parts of the world. Can't I'd you? love that, to go there. Yeah. Um, yeah imagine yeah. if you go there and you can communicate with them and you ask them if they yeah. have the, the content. You know, cruisers won't take you there, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be good, you know, yeah. you know, sort of, yeah, the really, the real untouched. The real um, remote ones. And that's what I did because, um, you know, I, I, I thought I'm not going to go with this coach load of people. I'm going to go off here and go off there and find out yeah. how, how the real people you know, right. live and, 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 and talk and, and, and believe in things. So you, you mentioned there, you said that's when you started to get like followers and stuff, people interested yeah. in what you were doing. So what exactly was that you were doing? Was that on YouTube? Was that where you... It was on, it was on YouTube. Um, yeah. It was on, mainly on my Facebook a lot of the time okay. um, that I was doing that. And, um, you know, it was from that that... People got interested, and and I, even I got interested because I, I, me I remember Pendle Hill. You know, everyone's on about Pendle Hill. Oh, the witch trials up in Pendle Hill. You got to go up there, be on your own. And I, I remember going up there and filming, and it was, uh, it was just as there was a storm happening. Actually, it was uh, up in uh, Lancashire, and um, uh, they knew I was going up <laughs> up in the hills, the Pendle Hill, to um, to kind of see what 
ghosts were around. Apparently, mm. it was a place you don't go because of the witches and everything. What is this a famous sort of witch? Yeah, yeah. It's is where it? the where the witch trials, a lot of the witch trials were up Pendle Hill. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, a lot of it was um, over in, um, you know, the London or over that way, sort of more... Um, um, you know, the, a lot of the trials, but um, the, uh, up in Pendle Hill, there was a specific uh, trial that went up up there in Lancashire. Really? Yeah. Let's yeah. talk a bit about that because you you studied witchcraft, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Where do you study that? <laughs> do you, basically, you, uh, there's loads and loads of old archives you can study to really get to the actual true stories of it, and mm-hmm. um, you can um, go and find out about the. Um, the beliefs and the history, um, and um, that—that's how how anyone can study it, really. What, you, um, what is this? Just a, you can do this at a university, or is this? Yeah, people can go to university and study it. Um, I've done a course on witchcraft studies and learned that way. And what kind of stuff you? Do, uh, what, well, you you just learn about. Yeah, you're not learning how to do magic. Though, no, no, like, you're not learning, you're learning how to, about what they did. Yeah, you don't you don't learn to drive a broomstick. No, or, uh, it's not oh. Hogwarts. You know, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> which you know, no, it's not Hogwarts. Were you thinking he studied? I revoke my application. Yeah. Were yeah. you thinking he'd studied how to do magic? No, I didn't know what it meant. But <laughs> yeah. so so witches. Are witches were they a thing back then in terms of like they they were because <laughs> a lot somebody somebody said to me witches didn't exist but they 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 were what it was back in history if you had a woman in a village who I mean there's a prime example of a woman that was in a in a village in I think it was Devon and she was one of these old miserable old old middle aged women yeah um, she had a bad toothache or something because very angry very malicious and say somebody's um crops failed or something like that happened they blame it on that old hag down the road you know she's got she's bewitched she's a witch you know oh, right. she's gone and done it you know so let's go and you know uh hang her or uh you know uh yeah it's drastic yeah <laughs> in some places they burn people that's free yeah pretty. it wasn't that people were actually performing witchcraft it was like no, no, people it was, just needed someone to blame for the yeah, bad things yeah. that happened so yeah. what is witchcraft then what is that well there are there are people that i mean even today there are pagan people that believe in in the but this is more new it doesn't it doesn't people believe that witchcraft um comes from the past but that's not true a lot of the witchcraft today is comes from the newer kind of uh, new age kind of uh, pagan beliefs and stuff but um that there are people that believe they are witches and there are people that believe they can cast spells. There are people that, that believe in that kind of thing. Really? Um, you know, I, I remember once, it's quite funny because um, I met a group once and they, they said, we're going to put a curse on you, you know, and uh, because um, they wanted to join, uh, go out on an event that I was doing and, and said, you know, we'll, we'll go out. And it was like, you know, next minute, there's about 20 of them turning up, you know, and they were all sort of like a, like a coven of modern-day witches. It was quite a, oh, wow. quite a freaky uh, mm. freaky situation. I, I feel like that's a hard thing for anyone to believe, though, because, like, with these other things, it's like like faith in things. You can't get an answer. I know whether I'm a witch because I'll try to do a spell. It won't work. Okay, there we go. I can't do it. Yeah, but isn't that a bit like psychic mediums? Like, like- yeah, but they're, they're doing it to earn money, but witches... What are you going to do once you do a spell? I mean, you look at a lot of voodoo in these countries. I mean, a lot of witchcraft will will tend to go from that, and that's all to do with, um, 
you know, placebo, like when you're, you're putting something on someone, you're putting a spell on someone. You know, if I say, you know, when you when you go out of this room, that Jack, you're going <laughs> to, you probably have to you're going to slip. What, 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 you're going you you? <laughs> to slip on a banana skin outside the door, <laughs> you know, when, uh, you know, your leg will be up in plaster for about a week. I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> but suddenly you go out of the room and, you know, you fall on the floor and you say, my God, that's Richard. He's going to put that little spell on me. You know, so if I break my leg within the next month, you're going to have to come back to so me. Yeah. That's, yeah. So it's kind of like they're playing the long game. They go, oh, I'm putting a hex on you. Yeah. And then three weeks down the line when something bad happens, but that this, was me. But this I is like Ouija you. boards as well because people won't touch them. And um, I believe it's the thing called idiomotor thing where basically they're moving the glass themselves without being aware they're moving the glass, you know? Um, and Is that just because they want it to work? Yeah, because they want it to work. And, and in fact, I've done that with some people. Um, I was moving the glass and doing all the talking for the whatever it was on the glass. Mm. And they were all going, oh my God, you know, it's gonna, we're going to die. This is going to happen, all that. I said, all right, guys, that was me. <laughs> you know, like, sorry to spoil your fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, people talk about Ouija boards as if they're this, like, my mum, when she was bringing me up, and she said a lot of weird stuff, but one of the, main things was you don't fuck with Ouija boards. It's funny. It's <laughs> Love funny. a bit of advice. It is. That's the yeah. main thing. Don't speak to strangers. Don't fuck with Ouija boards, yeah. yeah. It's, but, it, it's true. It's, um, a lot of people don't, you know, they, they even hard sceptics, I mean, I'm, I'm a hard sceptic, but sceptics I know will say, okay, that's all okay, but do not go near the Ouija board. Do not go near that. And I'm thinking, it's all hocus pocus. Right. You know, yeah. nothing's going to happen to you. Yeah. You know, your hand is moving that. You know, it's like these pendulums where you see the pendulum going round and somebody's saying, look at that pendulum. All these, I've got to be in, tr- I'm going to get in trouble again. I, I always get in trouble with the ghost thunders, but um, there are people that do dowsing rods, okay? And there are guys that- Are they the rods that cross yeah, over? Yeah, yeah. And they do it to fine water. And there are genuine people- that um, do it for a living and, and and really believe it works and everything else. Um, there was a, an experiment with Rich, uh, Richard Dawkins and um, mm-hmm. I can't think who the other person was where they were skeptics and they put the water and they put sand in a box. They got to do it and they failed every time. Right. And they said, oh, it's because I went on this angle or I went at that angle, you know. Yeah. Uh, but there are people that do dowsing rob seriously and they'll take real offence if you say that it's a load of hocus pocus. So what are they meant to do then? Well... They 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 cross over. I mean, it's like when you're at a if you're at a haunted location, when they use it for ghosts, like they will cross over for yes, or the ghost is nearby and stuff like that. Right. And uh, and to me, it's just your hands moving the the rods. You know, oh, is that's, it? That's what I believe. But what's the traditional use for them to find water? Did you say? Yeah, dowsing, dowsing, yeah, dowsing. Well, how is that meant to work then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's supposed to cross over when you if you if you're a above a well or near water my i had a got a lot of great uncles there but i had a great uncle that used to do it with um they used to do it with the 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 branches the wood and that used to tip or go down every time it got near something that was uh water that's what they said right yeah (laughs) i'm sure his hands was moving up and down he's just letting go or it was a ghost or it was a ghost yeah (laughs) but but who's the first person to ever go if this twig points downwards there's water there yeah yeah it's weird isn't it yeah but they apparently they were <laughs> they were quite lucky, so you know they were just doing that. Like, oh, I got some water. Always a well, water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to go back to witches just real quick. Yeah. Y- you mentioned what was it, Pendle Hill? Pe- yeah. Well, so what what is a witch trial? A witch trial was uh, basically they 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 used to call um there was a guy called Matthew Hopkins, which was a witch finder general. 
That's uh, a very official yeah. t- <laughs> <laughs> he, it's basically That's a, sexy. It was a really sexy name, <laughs> but it was a bullshit job. I mean, basically what he did was he basically, um, he decided if, um, if a woman... I mean, we all know about, you know, if we got beauty spots or we got warts, he used to say, that's an extra nipple and that would feed the imps. So that would be a sign that they were a witch. So he would say they need to be hung. They need to be, they need to be um, taken to, you know, you know, that sounds a bit crude, doesn't it? Uh, they need to, <laughs> they need to be, uh, they need to be uh, dealt with straight away. So he was a complete maniac, really. That's just That's a man it. who's getting rejected by women. It was. I think. I think he had. A, a, I think yeah. he definitely had a. You know, a, a, an issue there. You know, the witch definitely. finder general. Yeah. He asked yeah. Margot Robbie out. She yeah. said, "No, you want, well, you're a fucking witch anyway. Yeah. So we Appar- need to get rid of her." <laughs> Appar- apparently he was a little weasel of a guy, but apparently he's still <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. Nick the boot in. <laughs> My dad's got three nipples. Has he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he actually has. Feeding the imps. You better, yeah. you better send the witch finder generally. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some other signs that somebody could be a witch then? Do you know? There's... Um, I, 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 well, there's all sorts of signs like that. I mean, basically, if, if it was all to do with if... Um, Going back in time, it would have been if your crops failed. Another thing was the guy, um, they used to, a lot of women years ago, or not just women, but there were men as well, trial, but not so many. Uh, but a woman would go begging at doors. You know, they'd be called a peddler. They'd go to the door and say, can I have some milk? Because they were poor. Yeah. And uh, the farmer would say, oh, piss off. You know, you ain't having anything. You know, like, a bit like Jehovah's Witness. You know, go away. Yeah. No, I ain't giving you that. Yeah. And then she'd say, right. She said, you're going to, is and die tomorrow <laughs> and oh. you know lo and behold someone would die and of course around those day that 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 era it's unexplained death, death was inevitable at an early age right and so they'd say uh it was that woman that's put that on me and yeah you know she's a witch so men can be witches as well can they yeah there were there were male witches and they they very much the same way you know usually um usually the kind of strange guy in the neighborhood you know the one that's on his own or the one that it's very much like today really you know that neighbor that you think oh my god i don't know you yeah. know he's a bit weird you know uh you had a weird name you? you know he's got yeah. dollies in his bedroom you know or something like that i don't know yeah you know, sort of uh but not so i don't know i know a neighbor like that but was... <laughs> <laughs> now so you <laughs> <laughs> we digress <laughs> <laughs> so what what is your job someone calls you up on the phone they go richard we need you what service are you provide them i don't do that anymore i did do it um, a long time ago um i was interested because society for psycho research got involved in enfield and i would have loved to have been involved in the enfield poltergeist yeah. We, we, yeah, we've spoken about this. We, we have. Yeah. yeah, there was a series about yeah. it. On Mor- BBC, I think. Can you? Because uh, some of our listeners might not be familiar with it. Can yeah, you Mor- that? Morris Gross was the guy, the the older guy that went to investigate, and he was a member of the Society for Psychical Research, mm-hmm. and it was about the two girls up in um, Enfield, and basically um, they 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 started off sort of like it, it was things happening in the house, objects moved. Um, then they, then the, one of the girls, she started to talk with a very gruff voice, you know, like she was, um, and on the vape. thought she was, yeah, thought she was p- 
possessed and and things like that and um there was all sorts of things happening i mean there's a picture i don't know if any of anyone's seen that picture but there's a famous picture of them on there they're like it's like they're flying in the air yeah. but really it looks like they're just jumping up on the bed yeah you know that's all it is to me i but, hate that picture though yeah I, I, it is scary it is, a, it is a freaky picture isn't yeah, it? yeah it's one of the biggest cases of like it was did a big, something happen it was a big case and that's something i really wish i'd been involved in because because there were some very serious researchers even skeptical researchers and even police officers that attended that said they were there and they saw things move when they were actually there attending you know um so it was quite a quite an unusual one i mean the girl's voice if you listen to recordings anyone wants to listen to them on online i mean they are quite freaky and um, how a young girl could keep that up for a long time talking in that gruff kind of voice you know talking like that all the time you know without at least getting a you know very sore throat and you know start you know it really was i've got it up here actually i'm yeah. gonna have a little play of it now um you can probably let me hear you say my name hang on let me hear you say my name So is that from is that the girl barking there then? That's the girl barking, yeah. Barking, <laughs> I believe. It that's, a, that's a question <laughs> I never thought of. <laughs> it's, it's a funny thing. I mean, we'll go on to that with Jeff, mm. them talking among you. Know. But barking is one of the things that happens in poltergeist activity. You get the scratching, you get the barking, you get a scratching noise on the wall, and you can get the barking like, you know, and all those things. You get whistling, you get all those kind of noises. Right. In sometimes in a poltergeist activity. And that was a, a you know, a poltergeist activity. They say it's centered round the um you know, a young girl, you know, um adolescent um and it and they believe that you know when they're adolescent they can i mean nandor fodor kind of believe that you know they they would their energy i mean i, I can remember my uh, daughter when um she did she wanted to go out and that was fine we were going to let her go out for the evening but she had to tell us what time stuff like that got in a real huff i can remember it and she banged the thing and, and the lights flickered in the house and upstairs in the other room, the bookshelf, and I jokingly said, oh, she's gone and uh, started some poltergeist activity. You know, she's she's a miserable bloody teenager, you know, and sort of, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, so um, some people believe that. They right. believe that that can happen, you know. Yeah. I mean, if that does happen, then that is paranormal. That is unexplainable. That is that is something we need to look more into. If yeah. people can affect things, yeah. you know, or, or teenagers can do that. So, yeah. Let's have a little, pl- let's have a little listen to this. Another bark there. Oh, is this her? That is supposed to be the girl, yeah. That's the girl. That's the girl, yeah. Yeah. Say Dr. Bellock. Come on, let me hear you say that. Come on, come on. Let's hear you say Dr. Bellock. Say, say Dr. Bellock. Say it. It's like a parent trying to get their kid to speak for the first time. Yeah. I can't hear you talking. Now, say Dr. Bellon. Come on. I want to hear this so bad. Come on, say it for me, Dr. Bellon. Dr. Bellon. Creepy, isn't it? 
That is creepy, yeah, but it does sound like it could just be a girl going, Dr. Melloc. It does. It does sound like that. And it but what does... would they get out of it? Money, fame, riches. Yes. I, I, I mean, I, I can remember, I mean, going back to why I kind of like didn't do the houses anymore because I had loads of people contact me and saying, I've got an infield, I've got poltergeist, I've got things thrown around. You've got to come to the house and you go around to the house and they'd be like, Hello, all right, how are you? And then you look and all their DVDs are like uh, most haunted, you know, oh, you know, all explained and all that. Right. And they'd be saying, um, you know, they'd be talking completely um you know, and you think, no, 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 this is attention. I mean, I've never been, in, I'm going back to the police. I mean, it was a similar thing, like when the, you know, the lonely uh, woman would call just to have a conversation with you, mm. just to go to the house. We'd have a lot of that. And you never really see anything kind of, um, and uh, to be honest, I mean, on a serious note, I kind of thought it was unethical to for ghost hunters to go around houses, unless you're doing it like they did with Enfield, with the proper, um, uh, paranormal um society for uh, psychical research mm -hmm. i think it's better that it's done that way rather than some nutter just turning up at someone's door you know? yeah yeah because there's no there's no kind of they say about mediums you see them online don't you mm -hmm. i mean there's no policing for it we don't uh, know yeah. who the hell's coming in. yeah sort of weirdo you know so there's a there's an online content creator called speed and for content, he barks a lot. So is there a chance <laughs> he's... It could be, yeah. Because I think... Because there's a lot of barking in his stream. It's quite yeah, weird. Yeah. So maybe he's just possessed. Some thought maybe. it was Morris himself because he's got a very London voice. And if you listen to it, they thought he was doing it for the girl. But he's kind of... The doctor? Uh, the, yeah, the one that was there talking. Right. They thought he then did that himself. Right. But to be honest with you, he, 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 he was so into it he lost his daughter um from an accident so he really wanted it to be true um he had no kind of meth he had no kind of gain from making things up you this know? is why the whole sort of world of ghosts and that can be a bit sort of dodgy and like psychics because often like faith like religion people yeah. look for something yeah. they need that hope that's they the problem yeah that's the problem i mean you can you can have jokes and you can take take the mic and have fun yeah but there is always that fine line, and I have to always go by that fine yeah, line, you know, yeah. when I'm talking about it, because there are moments when people take it really, you know, really serious and stuff. So, w would you would you encounter people that you thought were like mentally unwell that were? Yeah, I mean, yeah. my my training as a police officer. I mean, if that if I ever came across, I mean, I I was very very angry about one particular thing where a girl was told that she was getting a like a demon possession she was told this and she had to have a priest come around and do all this and uh it was clear that she she wasn't stable and um, it's clear she needed help and i just thought these these ghost hunters they they just need to be you know hung hung drawn and yeah. quartered really so, yeah. oh so it was the ghost hunters going round to yeah, yeah taking advantage and yeah. then they were telling her oh yeah, this yeah, that and the yeah. other and they 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 may well have believed that you yeah know? but it, it freaked her out even more you know yeah but you could clearly see that shouldn't someone like that shouldn't be you know you mentioned the society there yeah what about them makes it okay for them to be, because are they qualified is there a qualification like there, there, there is a there is a qualification a parapsychologist would be someone i would recommend more to go around and deal with something like 
that particular Enfield, and that's what they did use. Are they um, are the parapsychologists? They're qualified. Are they not necessarily looking for like this poltergeist? Are they looking more for what's happening with the person, what their brains do? They they would look at that, um, but they also a lot of, a lot of parapsychologists also some of them do personally believe that or have experienced things that they think. I believe there's life after death. I do know some that do. Right. Um, so that that what they got to do is suspend their belief when they go and do it. Yeah. Um, but you know, some of them will go there, and um, they. But, but what's important is they will know the psychology and they know what they're dealing with, so they know what help if anyone needs any proper help and stuff. So, so what work? Because I, I think we we went skimmed over it. But what 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 would people call you for? What what would the service be? It, I don't do that anymore. I mean, yeah. basically, if they 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 called, I would only be interested um, as um, somebody more like generally curious about a new case. And if yeah. I got a new case, then I would get in contact with Society for Psycho Research and say this case is interesting. Um, this is why I'm very very much skeptical because you know you you've you've had Enfield how many years ago, you know, mm. um, and nothing really since. And now they're sort of like, you know, where a ghost disappeared or, you know, yeah. they're suddenly not around. Like recent- same with UFOs in it. Now yeah. that we've got mad yeah. cameras, we're, yeah. not, we're not spotting anything. Would, would people be more likely to call someone like you when you were doing it than someone who's a heavy believer? Because if I thought I had a ghost in my house, I'd prefer the person that funny doesn't. Enough, funny enough, people will call you thinking you are a believer mm. and then they'll be disappointed. Because what a lot of the time they didn't like was you telling them the alternatives. Yeah. Because it was so... And this is where the line is, you know? They would believe in it. Oh, that's my aunt. My auntie calling me. My, oh, they my, want they, the ghost. They there. want yeah. the ghost there. They They're want not doing anything person. that bad. Yeah. 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 So, so what, what, what would... What, what would they say? They'd call you up and go, what, what are like some of the signs that would make them call you? Well, I've had, I've had all sorts. I mean, there's one woman that said, and this was a very unusual one, but she said she saw something coming up to the window and she was on these high-rise flats and it was tapping on the window. So it was something like out of a, a movie. So right. we clearly thought, you know, is, is this poor woman okay? And yeah. um, then she said things have moved around. Then you have other things like... Um, you know, my although the one thing I always think is a no no is you know, my little kid's scared. Um he thinks um thinks there's something under the bed like the bogeyman and stuff. Yeah. Um I might be a ghost, can you come around and look? No, no, don't get involved in that, you know. Right. Um scared of little kid shit. <laughs> it's yeah. all like, yeah, there's a there's a there's a little ghost under your bed, <laughs> you know, uh, and he eats you at night, you know, sort of like you know, he comes out every every now and then. So so this lady who lived in the high rise flats, the ghost's coming up to the window, mm. did you go around there yeah i did i did and um what was your findings i found that she was probably one of these lonely old lady that's wanted to talk and very much a a kind of a drama queen i suppose in, in in a kind way yeah and i think you know you've got to kind of like almost go along with what they're saying to not really make them think you know this person doesn't believe me or doesn't listen to me mm. but you've got to kind of give them a solution like you know uh the, the, the difficulty with doing house things you've really got to be qualified to do it because you know if you go around to somebody i don't know joe down the road and he says you know i got this happening you know he could be on he could be on a nice trip you know mm. yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, you know smoking away and all that and you've got on <laughs> you, you know you're going to be there like going through his um you know medical records you know uh what, what do you what medication do you take do you take this do you take yeah and and 
who's qualified to do that? You know, yeah. only a doctor or you know um, uh, somebody like a police officer if there's a crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. How, so, so, so going out to these houses, these people are calling you. They're saying, "I think my house is haunted. Can you come and check it out?" Has there ever been a time when you've gone round to one of these houses, you've checked it out, and you thought, "Fuck, this could actually be a ghost." Uh, I would probably say houses, no. I would probably say no. That means okay. there's somewhere. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So what's the most paranormal experience you've ever... I, I mean, the most paranormal experience... I've had a very, very strange one happen. Um, I did an old deserted church, which was haunted. And again, you've got to be very careful you don't piss the vicar off or <laughs> upset anyone that's religious, you know, because the last thing they want is ghost hunters or that. And, and what I do with that is I, um, I, I tend to say, well, you know, it, I do talks a lot at a local church and I try and keep them happy because, as you know, if it's a deserted church, the last thing they want is anything like that. So mm. I'll do talks about the local ghosts if it's a haunted place and then people can sit and listen if they want, you know, mm. without getting all the gadgets out and go around the graves and all that stuff, mm -hmm. which uh, is a no-no. But I remember one day we were at this church and um, now I will tell you that, well, I won't tell you, oh, no, let me tell you the story. So we're there and this woman said to me, I keep getting the name Mary. And I thought, well, this woman never, ever, says that to me she never says i'm getting this name mm. she's not psychic she's not medium who's the woman she's the, already there yeah she's a woman that has gone out with me um you know doing doing the oh she's research. part of your team sort yeah, of thing. So, yeah. Oh, okay she's I, I i i do this i do most of it on my own but sometimes i'll have a team with me yeah um and she was there and she said i keep getting this name so I said, okay, that's that's interesting. Wait, sorry, when she says she's getting this name, what does she mean by just that? Just getting it she's from it, you know, thinking in her head, head. Mary. Yeah. Mary, yeah. Okay. yeah. So I thought, okay. And suddenly you hear it out in the graveyard. The lights are out in the church. And you hear this voice out in the graveyard. And he's like, Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Now until May 12th, get up to 30% off personalized jewelry, style, decor, and so many other items mom will love. And if you want her to know you put a ton of thought into her present, use Gift Mode. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can easily find well-crafted, original, and affordable pieces from small shops. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about mom, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply.
Uh, so I went to the thing. I said, hello? I'm looking for my grave. What? Yeah. No, no bullshit. So I'm there. I'm thinking, my God. You know, there's a guy out there looking. So she said, well, we better go out. I said, I ain't going out there. I'm going to be out The one time, Richard, yeah, yeah, fucking go. Time, you know, and you bottle it. I pissed off. I'm not, I'm not really, I don't really come in a look for ghosts. So, uh, so anyway, we go outside and there's this old guy and he's got this oil painting under his arm, which makes it even doubly weird. <laughs> this is 3 a.m. in the morning. Okay. Oh, now I'll explain some of the reasons this could have happened to kind of you know take that edge off it a little mm. bit um i deliberately didn't tell you that beforehand but next door there was a a home for people with dementia you know mentally challenged people and sometimes you could use the toilet there and you know knock on ring the bell and the the lady the nurses there would say yeah you can use the toilet because we're in the church next door yeah. raising money so um i thought he must be from there so i said okay we'll walk you back and he goes okay okay i said well, say you, Karen. He said, that's a picture of um, uh, the Virgin Mary. Remember what I said? Yeah. She's got the name Mary, and he's carrying a fucking portrait with Mary in the middle of a graveyard at three in the morning. <laughs> so I'm thinking, this is even weirder. You know, obviously yeah. he's come from the home, but this mm. is three o'clock. Never known it to happen. So I took him back to the house. The girl comes to the door, and she's there, and she says, um, Toilet, toilet, want to use the toilet? I said, I said, no, like this. So he went in, straight up the stairs. And she goes, I goes, no, 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 like that. She goes, oh, okay, okay, and shut the door. So the woman said to me, she didn't even acknowledge that bloke. Did you think of that? I said, no. I said, you're right. There wasn't really an acknowledgement or anything like, my God, what's he doing at three o'clock in the bloody morning? Yeah, you think so, if it was like a patient. Yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah. So, so I kind of, afterwards she said, have we just seen a ghost? Have we been with a ghost? And um, I kicked myself because um, the reason I never, ever, ever reported that incident was because the matron that owned the place would have tore that woman to pieces if she knew one of her patients were out three o'clock in the morning. Right. So I never double-checked. Yeah. Since then, I've been trying to get hold of that matron and think, sorry, I'm going to ask. And I can't get the number now because they've left there. They're no longer there. Yeah. So I think to my to this day, did I see something? And the reason I say did I see something, and a lot of your listeners are think, hang on a minute, you know, a full-bodied like you and me person. Yeah. Well, apparently that's what they're like sometimes because there was a security. A lot of the stories I've had, a guy I had every reason to believe was a security guard. He said he was at this um, old airport. And this bloke come up to him and said, um, just off the old plane, old, um, you know, old chap, mm. uh, just going to go and fly the old plane. So um, his mates come out. He said, oh, you said you lot taking a piss. He said, dressed up in Second World War, you know, uh, air lot, you know. And they yeah. said, you've seen the ghost, mate. That's the ghost. And he said he froze. He said he, he, you know, he couldn't believe it. And that's a genuine story. So... Did I see a ghost? You know, was it a ghost or was it just the, the guy right. <laughs> in the home yeah. that come out at night? But then she must have thought he's he's at it again. With he's a bloody again. oil bay. Because if not, you'd react, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is... But that. if he always escaped... What, it'd be like second nature. Yeah. Name again. Gone, yeah. Why was he saying I'm looking for my grave? That was that was true. That is, um, you know, it's uh, going in a book I'm open to write because that is genuinely true. And that even made it freakier, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, 
possibly I misheard him. He said, I'm looking for a grave. Right. But it sounded more like looking for my grave, which yeah. ain't even, you know, so it was a very freaky... Even now, I kind of have to kick myself and say, did this really happen? And, mm. I, you know, I, I kind of think, you know, that sound like, a, you know, I might need a, might need a spell in hospital myself talking about this kind <laughs> of thing. But, you know, it genuinely did happen. And that was what, yeah. I think that's why we, we, we get so, and Stevie and I get so interested speaking to people like yourselves, because you come in here and you are a skeptic. You don't believe. You're not a nutter. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So when you say, when you give your best sort of ghost stories you're even trying to rationalize them now like oh he's probably just this that and the other but there is that sort of ear of could it have been there is another there is another one as well when i was talking about evp earlier on um it was at that same place that i did a recording and a, uh, there's a medium said to me oh, when you do a recording make sure that you turn around and say um we come with respect. I think, oh, bloody hell, have I got to say all this, you know? So I said, all right, come with respect, me no harm, anyone here. And I was doing a lot of the EVP around the thing and um, played it back to a few people. And as I'm saying, come with respect, you got this voice go, we know. And I thought, bloody hell, that's as clear as day. That's not that sh -sh -sh noise. Yeah. That's as clear as day. So I thought, right, what I'll do... Um, I'll get a group of guys. I know my mate worked in an insurance company. I'll get all the guys there, play this recording, and I'll get them to write down what they think it says. And they all put, we know, and it's clear as day on that recording. I wish I'd... Funnily enough, we always lose those recordings. Right. Um, and I did lose that recording because it's many, many moons ago. Yeah. But that was another one that was a bit, wow. a bit weird. So It is spooky, isn't it? Now... Let's move on to a bit of sort of urban legends. Are you familiar with urban legends and stuff like this? So yeah. Some of the famous ones, you've got Bloody Mary. Well, Slender Man counts these Slender days. Man's an urban legend. These are these sort of creepy stories that are a bit like Chinese whispers that are passed down throughout time. Sure, yeah. And yeah. Um, a couple... This is a weird coincidence. It's not nothing sort of ghoulish and spooky, but... It is quite spooky. It is quite spooky. A couple of... Um, Weeks ago, you, we did a... Well, it's probably a few I got, ago now. We got a bit bored of urban legends because we've covered, I'd say, over 70 urban legends And at they're this all bollocks. So I decide... Not all of them. Not all of them. Cropsy. Cropsy. Is Cropsy real? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we've, we've done so many, I thought, let's try and mix it up a little bit. We'll do cryptids. Now, cryptids are things like Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot. Animals, yeah, yeah. aren't they, really? Well, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. unknown entities, like, could it be real? You never know. Yeah, Whereas urban yeah. legends, most of the time you can go... Well, it's not real, is it? It's yeah. not. But on there, we told a little story about Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Oh, Jeff the Talking Mongoose. That is a, that is probably one of the most strangest, <laughs> weirdest stories that anyone has ever come across in the paranormal world. Right. Yeah. yeah I learned this. Bizarre, is it? Yeah. 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 Give me the synopsis of the story again for the way you told it on the podcast. So it was essentially a family on the Isle of Man. Yeah. I believe. Mm. They they had a daughter called Vwari. 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 Yeah. yeah, this is the Irvin family, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And she and the family essentially said that there was this mongoose in, living in their walls <laughs> that would talk to them. And other members of the island had heard 
this mongoose. Yeah, everyone it would was... go to the shops with them. Yeah, oh, right, yeah, right. But it would walk on the other side of the hedge so it couldn't be seen. And it got to a point where a man we've mentioned a couple of times on this episode, Nandor Thodor, yeah. who was a parapsychologist. Parapsychologist, yeah. Went yeah. to yeah. the house to try and find out whether this thing is real. And the thing is, he he existed, didn't he? He's, He's a ri- like, well, The family existed. Right, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, right. The, the family thing, existed. The yeah. only thing about this whole story we I, don't I, know existed. I did listen to that episode because you mentioned a character that you come to mind with F- Jeff. Flat well, Eric. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I saw that. I, every time I saw Flat Eric, I couldn't get it out of my head. You know, suddenly Jeff became Flat, Flat Eric. Eric. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. But with this story, from what I read into it, even this is quite a few years ago. This was in the 30s, was it? Around 40s? It was uh, 1931 when um, they first came across. So right. yeah. the family are dead at this point now. Yeah. And yeah. the daughter, even just before she died, was still saying that it was true. Around right about 1974, I think. Yeah, it was. she, yeah, she yeah, never yeah. came out and said that it was a lie and that she'd made yeah. up the whole thing. So to this day, nobody truly knows right. whether there was this talking mongoose in the wall. So so we, we, we covered this. Um, it was obviously highly sceptical. And then we saw online a few days after, because much like Stevie's stories, I think he's found them from some dark decrepit part of the internet it does sound like that with jeff the more yeah <laughs> does it you know but there's a, there's a fucking film coming out about it. yeah there is there is <laughs> with there simon Pegg. <laughs> like it's a big yeah. film yeah it's yeah. gonna be fucking shirts and uh you know sort of all sorts of cuddly cuddly mongooses and everything like that <laughs> it's called nandor fodor and the talking mongoose and it's out on november the 8th on amazon prime and we had a little sneak peek at it didn't we? we've watched the film yeah yeah it's a fascinating film and um, you sort of know the case inside out, don't you? Yeah, so, yeah. So what, what, do you, what do you think about this? Well, it was very, very strange because um, they, what they had, it, they're out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and, um, you know, it's uh, Dolby um, over in the Isle of Man. Um, and it's called Cashin's Cap. And basically, the, the house over there... They had wood paneling in the in the in the house to keep it warm because of all the wind and the storms and everything. Mm. So in that wood paneling, there was probably about you know I don't know just about enough room for um sort of a, a large rodent to to kind of walk around or move around the house at speed. So um it is feasible that there was something behind that wooden panel. Um, <laughs> but what it started off with was quite interesting because. They started hearing, like, scratching noises, and then it sounded like a baby making baby noises, or like a babbling, blah, 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 you know, sort of really funny noises. Mm. Um, then it started um, doing a lot of growling, and uh, for some reason, I mean, God knows why he did it, but James Irvin decided to copy what the noises were. Right. And it repeated it back at James. Was this the dad? The dad. Your dad, the yeah. yeah. Yeah, James Irvin, the dad. Yeah. So he decided to, you know, sort of uh, make the noises back, um, make the barking noises again. We had the barking noises. Mm-hmm. So he's doing all those noises, and this, um, whatever it was, was making those noises back. And um, he, what what was interesting, it started in the, the attic, and when they went up into the attic, he found this old... Um, Indian ornament of some description that he had obtained when he was over in India himself mm-hmm. or, or got and that had dropped and he heard it drop and that was in the attic and um, he said oh it's that that fell and made the noise but 
I can't explain what these bloody noises are. It must be a must be a rat. It must be something in there. So um, it got louder and louder. He got a little bit fearful of it. Thought we better poison it, kill it, or whatever. And it gradually started to talk and and communicate as you do as any rat. Yeah, does. I mean, <laughs> and it it what is funny? I mean, the voc vocal what came out with. I'm not a spirit. I'm a little extra, extra clever mongoose. <laughs> if I if I were a spirit, I could not kill rabbits. I'm a ghost in the form of a weasel. I shall haunt you with weird noises and clanking chains. A clanking chain weasel. That's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> I know who I am, but I shan't tell you. I'm a freak. I have hands and I have feet. And if you saw me, you'd faint. You'd be petrified, mummified turned into stone or pillar of salt. I'll split the atom. I'm the fifth dimension. I'm the eighth wonder of the world. So that is pretty strong stuff. You know, it started off with a growl and a moan and suddenly became, you know, really strong. It's uh, a quality Tinder bio, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm amazing. the eighth wonder of the world, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, there's... I learned this from, from the film. I can't remember if you told me, but the, the, the daughter of the family... Raises some question marks, doesn't she? Well, there is a story that she was... There is a few people that say that she was a ventriloquist and she could throw her voice. And uh, But there's no actual real evidence of that. Um, but um, certainly, what's funnier, though, is actually further on in when you read Nandor Fodor's um, report on it, mm. um Jeff loses interest in Vori and can't be bothered with Vori, you know, and he sticks with James all the time and he likes James most of all in the family. Mm-hmm. And she loses interest in 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 Jeff. Um so um that that but it's very possible because some people said, Oh, she had a gift where she could throw her voice at school, you know, she could do this. What does that mean to throw your voice? Well, it's I don't know, I couldn't. It'll do make it, it sound know. like yeah. your voice is coming from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you're just you're just no, because you st- it still sounds like you're coming from next to me. Yeah, but what if she'd I be able to barely move her mouth, like as a ventriloquist, but it would sound like it's coming from the other side of the room. Yeah, no, because it still sounds like it's coming from you. It's hard. It's more when people do that. That yeah, whole right, thing. Right. That sounds just like probably Jeff. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. <laughs> but, but, Bloody monkeys is back. Na- Nan- Nandor Foda, this this um, what is it? What is he a psycho? Paris parapsychologist. Para- He's also a, a psychoanalyst. Um, so he was a proper psychologist, and um, he did a lot of what he believed in. Is he believed in this um, prenatal? influence on uh, that he believed that mothers could psychically influence their children whilst they were in the womb so um other people said that's complete pseudoscience and bullshit yeah that can't happen but he believed that they could influence them in some way to to how they're born i mean i guess sometimes you know our mums may influence us you know but I, I, i'm not saying that's completely off scale to say that actually mm. you know because um yeah, they often say if the mother's a bit of a nervous person the child pr- turns out nervous or but whatever that's, of, that's often more but that's more psychological like though. nurture rather than yeah, nature, yeah, isn't it? yeah. If you're brought up by yeah. a nervous person you're yeah. probably going to have those traits but this this film was crazy wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. It was, it's everything you expect from and he, a it, film about a talking mongoose. And he yeah. did st- he did stay at Waterfall Inn, you know, that 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 so he did stay at the inn. Yeah. Um because Harry Price and um Rex Lambert, they stayed the 
the waterfall in as well. They came in 1935, I believe. And they, who are those they, two again? Um, Harry Price was another um, top psychic investigator. Was, is that and, the man who went there before him? Yeah, the professor yeah. from Back to right. the Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, that, that, that yeah. in the film, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Me wondering who it was when yeah. I saw it. I was like, the professor. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, yeah he was... He was there, and and they, because um, um, it's quite funny actually, because the story about that is, R. R. Lambert that um, went back to he worked for the BBC in British film industry, mm. and basically um, he wanted a job to be head of the Br- British film industry, so this woman spitefully said, "You can't have him," and said, "Why's that?" Because he believes in talking fucking mongooses. That's why you can't have him. And he actually did believe the story. So um, there was a there was a lawsuit between oh, wow. Lambert and this woman, and it said the BBC has this massive lawsuit because he believes in a talking mongoose. Because he kind of he kind of really did to a degree. I think I don't know if he believed it in the end, but I think he sort of had some kind of. Uh, thoughts that there might be something in it when he when he first visited and a lot of them did mm. um harry price i think kind of like poo-pooed it a little bit towards the end mm-hmm. even nandor changed his mind but you know that yeah. did he yeah he did um he believed that it was actually um ha- uh, it was james Ir- irvin that was um it was like an extended personality of him that oh. was actually creating it because he there is evidence that he was very very protective towards vori um so um he thought that that was his way of protecting Vori and that it what was interested in is Jeff could speak Jewish and um, all sorts of other languages and um the interesting thing about that is that um James himself could speak those languages oh. so that could be a right. you know, get. but there was one thing he used to do which I think was interesting was the penny trick Okay, and he was um, Nandor Fodor was particularly interested in that, um, and it started in 1932. And there was a uh, a woman that actually went there. She was like, uh, and she said, "I wonder if Jeff can tell if it's like heads or tails, you know, from the the coin." Yeah, without seeing it, see if it's heads or tails. Now, if you look at a Manx penny, that's the Yala Man penny. They got like free leg symbol. On okay. It. So um, he would call out the answer, and um, what the what the mongoose in the walls? Apparently, the mongoose would call out heads tails <laughs> or whatever. <Right. laughs> I don't know if he said um, you know uh, free leg symbol, <laughs> you know, and um, it it would be good. And and um, Nandor was particularly interested in that. In fact, I think there's um, <laughs> this is utterly it is utterly really, bizarre. It's bizarre. I mean, if we go to um, They've made a film out of your urban legends. Yeah, well, not mine, but yeah, it is very strange. We didn't really cover, when we did that, we did yeah. a lot on the talk among us, but we didn't talk too much about Nandor as a person. Well, Nandor wrote a letter before he met Jeff and at the end of when he met Jeff. And the first letter he goes, I hope that Jeff will bear with me and will not throw things at me or spit at me in the night. Okay. <laughs> he has my admiration. <laughs> He's certainly the cleverest thing far and wide, although, of course, he could take some lessons. For instance, I could teach him how to take his own photograph in his um, sanctum all alone without anyone being present. I hope he's not afraid of me. He would be the first mongoose that ran away from me. Tell him also that I shall bring him chocolate and biscuits 
If he won't stay, we shall eat them and like it too. I'm beginning to wonder about Nandor now, but <laughs> that's, that is one of the things that apparently he said in, uh, in jest um, to him. Well, that's, that sounds like he's trying to be very persuasive. He's trying to get the mongoose to come and speak to him. He's going, I'll teach you how to take your own photo so I don't need to be in the room. Because yeah. so, all he wants is some evidence, isn't he? He does. Yeah. And also, yeah. it's that, that letter, was that a letter he just wrote for himself or did he send it to the family? I think I think that was just sent sent for himself, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, because the letter that he finished with was, "Dear Jeff, I'm very disappointed that you did not speak to me during the whole week which I spent here. I came from a long way and took a lot of trouble in collecting all your clever sayings, and I shall lecture about you at my institute, where people are extremely interested in your doings. I hope that you would be." I hope that you would be kind and generous. I believe you to be a very good and very generous mongoose. I bought you chocolates and biscuits, and I would have been happy if you had done something for me. I'm very happy. I'm going away deeply disappointed. I'm afraid Jim and Maggie will be rude to you when you turn up, nor will Navori think very kindly of you deserting them. Will you send me a message, or will you write a letter to me? Now, the next bit's important. I should be very pleased if you give a definite promise that you would speak to me. I would again come again in the summer. Congratulations on Bellamore. You scored there. Now, Bellamore is a house that's nearby. It's a big, massive house that was there. And what it was, um, Jeff's apparently said, um, I've been to Bellamore House. And they said, okay. And uh, Nando said, "What's okay, I'm going to go and visit there, Jeff. What's on the fireplace? Describe what's in the fireplace at Bellamore House. So Jeff describes it. So then Nandor goes to Bellamore House and uh, the woman opens the door and he says, <laughs> this is bloody awful, isn't it? <laughs> Apparently this mongoose has visited you. Can you imagine it? Apparently this mongoose has visited you and um, described the fireplace. So she'd like to see the fireplace and inspect it. So he went and inspected it. And apparently what was on the fireplace was um, down to a T in description. So, but had um, the Irvins been there? Um, but that's it. Was the Irvins, you know, had they ever been there? I, I, yeah. I couldn't find any evidence that they had. Right. But um, that was interesting. So, 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 Richard, do you believe in Jeff the Talking Mongoose? No, I bloody don't. <laughs> <laughs> what a story, though. And, and, it's and, incredible. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. And, yeah. Listeners, go and, go and check that out on November the 8th on Amazon Prime because it is. And tweet us and let us know what you think, whether you love it, whether you hate it. The movie's beautiful, but the, the story is. Uh, is, is batch bizarre yeah <laughs> there's something right at the start of the film um that nandor says when he's being i don't know if he's being interviewed by a, by a guy and he basically describes a ghost in the corner and says i can see this ghost yeah yeah and the other guy can't this obviously this ties back into what you do as a job but he says right now i can see a ghost in the corner he's pulling faces at me and the interviewer says no you can't there's no yeah. ghost there. and he's then saying well if i think it's there I'm always going to believe me. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many people come and tell me it's not there. That is very true. And that's that, that bit of the film is really, really interesting. Um, because I, I've, I met a lady, um, there's a place called, um, oh, I can't think what it's called now. It's down in Bristol. Um, it was an old, um, an old, um, place that was open and we went and did a, a research there. And this lady said, um, I keep seeing this, um, gentleman in a top hat and, she worked there and, and, you know, everyone's like, my God, you don't talk like that normally. And that's that's what happens when you go on these um, events. Yeah. You know, everyone starts talking ridiculous, you know, saying what they really... And she said, well, I, I've seen it, you know. Um, um, Gardner Haskins, you probably guys may have heard of that. It's a big old um, factory that's in oh, okay. a, a shop in Bristol. But right. um, it's an old uh, factory that... Um, 
quickly share the story on that quickly. Mm. It was about, oh, it must have been about two o'clock in the morning. The local fire service had a phone call saying there's a fire. There's a, they just heard a voice going, fire. So the apparently the fire service, the police, they went to Gardner Haskins. Nobody was in Gardner Haskins at, at all. This is apparently the story. So the room where this was was locked up. The phone was locked, but it looked like somebody had rang the phone. So nobody knows who made that call that night. And what was, and somebody said it was on the anniversary of the old soap fire that went back in time of that department store. So that's why it was freaky. Right. So we went there to do research. And this lady said um, that we're there was saying, well, I see the man. Sometimes he, he walks by my office. And I thought, well, she's interesting. I'll get her along with her, you know, to, and she, she does see things. And, um, you know, she doesn't, what's interesting about her is she doesn't want to make money out of it. She doesn't want to be a medium, but she sees things like, you know, she'll look over in that corner and she might pick up some it. Sometimes she doesn't, you know. She's got your app, Stevie. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Hood's over there, mate. So, yeah, I mean, I, when he says that, you know, what's real for that person doesn't mean it's not real for you. So, you know, what is going on there? Mm. You know, that's the question. You know, why are people seeing that and why are the people not? Do you believe in ghosts? I personally find it very, very hard. Like, I mean, um, I'm an atheist now. Um, I believe belong to the humanist movement and uh, my beliefs are very much science orientated. So I find it very hard to believe that once this physical body dies... It can exist anywhere right. because um, you've only got to look at someone with dementia or something like that. That person's gone, you know, mm. their, their, their whole personality is gone. Mm -hmm. And then I think, well, then, uh, you know, if that's gone, well, well, what does it mean as something afterwards? So, no, I, 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 when I say I don't believe in ghosts, I always got to be careful when I say that. I believe people see ghosts and I be, believe people experience it. What's going on? I don't know, but I don't believe there's life after death. So you, so you're saying that you don't believe in ghosts, but you believe that people think they're seeing ghosts. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And isn't it isn't it weird because ghosts are always caught on the shittest CCTV ever. They are. Yeah. yeah. When we live in a world that has HD cameras, you look at ring doorbells. The quality of yeah, those now. Yeah. And why is it that like when you see these news articles, you always see like Henry VIII as a ghost, but you never see like Hagrid from Harry Potter. Talking about a ring door. I only got to quickly say this. We had next, yeah, I don't know if you've seen that social media thing they got everywhere called Next Door. And right. somebody said, Can you tell me who this guy is knocking at my door in the night? It must be a burglar. And it's this guy with his head torch on and his fluorescent jacket. And I say, Well, if that's a bloody burglar, I said, He's making it bloody obvious <laughs> with a fluorescent jacket and a head torch, you know? <laughs> but no, no, you're right. You know, with all those techniques, you would think they would. Well, apparently they have seen. There, there was on the news, there was a phantom scene. I don't know if you saw it. It came out of this, like, castle area. But the problem is everyone sees something like that and says, oh, it must be made up. It, it can't be real. Mm. So um, it's sometimes there is evidence, but, you know, a lot of people are so sceptical they need to really look into it and see it. I mean, I, I would personally want to see something, but then that would only be personal to me. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be evidence to you. So you, you could know? spend your whole life being a skeptic you could see an actual ghost come to us now and we we're not convinced by it do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. right so you could spend your whole life finding something could, yeah. find that thing 
and we will just poo-poo it here. Yeah. But yeah. also, the way you view it, if you were to have a paranormal experience, a proper one, and feel like you saw a ghost, will there still be a bit of you going, that's just my brain that's caused that? I think there always will. I think there always will. Whether that's a hang-up from... Um, turning away from kind of religious beliefs and knowing how people can so easily believe in something because I mean when I looked at religion I always used to think you know if I was brought up in when I was brought up in that particular region I thought if I was over in China I believe in that if yeah. I was over in, if, I, if I was um, in the Middle East I believe in that yeah, so this is all indoctrinated in me Yeah. so I think with ghosts you know um, I, I think yeah I probably would, would sort of uh, Mm. I forgot the question then. No, no, I mean, but I yeah. get what you mean. Yeah, I yeah. get what you mean. Because that's a good Ricky Gervais bit, isn't it? He always yeah. says about, isn't it lucky that you're always born into the right religion? Yeah, yeah. So what, wherever you're born in the world. And, you- and Ricky Gervais says exactly it. You know, people say like, afterlife was fantastic. And um, I always say that myself to people saying, oh, you know, I believe in it. It's so important. I say, well, it's a miracle we're here. Yeah. You know, and I didn't know what went on before, as Ricky J says. Yeah. And, and therefore, I ain't going to worry about what goes on after. Exactly. You know? Do you think a lot of kind of paranormal stuff and ghosts stems from religion as well? I think it does. I think it's um, people wanting to know that life isn't the end. Mm. You know, Um and it could be bloody morbid, you know, when you're going out on a ghost event and they're saying, let's go over to this haunted um, church or whatever, you know, mm. last place you want to be, you know. So, yeah. and, and and that gets me as well, because, you know, if, you, if you're going to be a ghost, why the bloody hell are you going to be in a graveyard? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, why would yeah. you go there? Yeah, it's yeah, a good point. <laughs> you know? That's a good point. And, like, if if everyone has the ability to become a ghost when they die, how come when, when, when people say that these ghosts are caught on camera, why are there not billions of them? Yeah. Just one. Well, that's it. I mean, I said to this guy once and he did prove, I said, well, you know, like Stone Age, you know, why, why in there, um, you know, Stone Age ghost, dinosaur ghost. Yeah. And this bloke said, funny enough, I actually did see this Stone Age ghost. And I started to laugh almost. <laughs> and I thought, well, actually, though, he's yeah. got a point. Yeah, but he was a medium. And he said, no, no, no I saw it. I said, what, like, um, you know, Freddie Flintstone and all that <laughs> right. sort of thing. And he said, yeah, yeah, I was having a conversation. I said, what, what, the Tyrannosaurus Rex ghost was? It's never animal ghosts. No. It wasn't the ghost that was stoned, mate. Well, there is, a, there is a place. There are many animal ghosts. Um, there's a place where they told me that she, uh, <laughs> she saw the dog. I was going about Jeff. In it, but she saw the dog and she took the dog home with her, you know, sort of. Um, and she fed him water. And oh, well, she thought and, it was a real yeah, dog, yeah, yeah. She uh, well, it was a ghost, it was a ghost dog. She said, I, I took him home, and I suppose you can't reprove really that, can you? You know, sort of like I just bring the dog home from work, you know, because she worked there, yeah. It's a ghost dog, you know, but let's just get a golf, let's get the dog food, and let's get all the you know, the drinks on, you know. Wow. Well, now, before we let you go, this has been fun, let me tell you. But before we let you go, I want to talk a bit about your explorations because that's yeah. your bread and butter, really, isn't it? I read yeah. on your website that you went to Alcatraz. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty fucking cool. What was that like? It was... It was... <laughs> it's brilliant to go there. Um, it's like anywhere else, though. You've got to be there at the right moment, at the right time for anything to happen. Um, I was unfortunate that when I did go... Um, there was a lot of tourists around at the time. I was left. Uh, they let me go in an area where the tourists didn't go, mm-hmm. and that was great. Um, but um, because of that, that kind of kind of spoiled a little bit. But um, it, it was fantastic, and I think I would have loved to have had all of Alcatraz to myself. Yeah, you know, because um, what I do is the ghost challenges. Often I'm in, left in a 
whole building by myself, you know. No one uh, else, no team. No, no team, nothing. Just you and a, nothing. And a camera. I mean, I've done a place called Scared Inn and uh, the landlord said, it's right in the middle of nowhere, this, this inn. And the landlord's gone, I'm off now, you know, locking up and all that. I say, okay, cheers, like that, he's going. And it's completely out in the middle of nowhere and you're left completely on your own. And um, that's that's how it's been. That's that's what I've done. So are you not scared? Is there a bit of you that's there, scared? There was a t- there was a few occasions that um, because don't get me wrong. If I suddenly saw <laughs> the headless, you know, someone come along with a head under there, yeah. thing, I'd probably run a mile. But um, I've been there, and um, there were there was um, at that particular night. It was a very stormy night again, and that always adds to it, doesn't it? A stormy night. Yeah. yeah. And they had this bloody dummy by the next to me um and it looked like you know real like ghoulish kind of character what was that and i thought his eyes were moving every time i walked you know i thought that's a guy dressed up and he's suddenly gonna go Rah! You, right. know? <laughs> you know it's all a wind up <laughs> and um yeah that was but the biggest one was kelvin hatch that's um an old nuclear bunker and they said we're gonna lock you in there but you're gonna start from the top and go to the bottom because that's where the haunting is, right at the bottom. So I wasn't kind of coming away from it. I was going towards it, right to the pit where the right. tunnel is. And they're full of mannequins. Absolutely oh, full oh, of mannequins. Creepy. And that was creepy Why as hell. Well, it's supposed to be if there was a nuclear war, it would have been used. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, you go on... Um, well, that's freaky enough. They got like I think Margaret Thatcher in there as a, a dummy, you know, dummy. So that oh, was cool, yeah. And um, you're sort of walking around, and they got like coffins in there that if there was been a nuclear war. So I kind of visualize someone lying in there and jumping up yeah. at me. Yeah. Here's my issue with these like explorations. Yeah. You you do it all. You're willing to stay anywhere. I'm not afraid of yeah. the paranormal things. I don't think anything will happen. I am afraid of nutters. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm always on the kind of air of going, look, I'll stay in a haunted house, but who's to say there isn't a murderer who's yeah. going to come? But but I always think that as well. Like, why would a murderer go there? Where because they-, they know you're there alone. Where, where- yeah, but why would they... Yeah, so but Jace, but, Jason, isn't it? You know, or, or us. But if you if you're a murderer, what do you love doing? Murdering. Well, you're going to go to a place where <laughs> there's no one in there. No, no, because I'm saying they'll they'll know. Like if if it's a building that they always rent out for people to go because it's haunted, perfect place to go. Right. No you, one else going to hear you scream. He's there alone. It is. It is. It's the living. It's the living. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah it is. Thought, have you ever yeah. been doing one of these explorations on your own and and feared for your life? Uh, never, never, <laughs> never at all. Has anything, has anything crazy ever happened on one of these? Uh, I think it was, um, it was a, there was a massive, massive, um, crash in one of the places I did, um, in a, in a dark tunnel, uh, at the end of the tunnel. But, um, I still to this day believe the caretaker was down the bottom. And, um, as I was walking along, I think he's probably trying to get a kip or something. And, um, he, he didn't want you down that particular part of the area. And, and that was creepy. Cause you imagine you think the nutty caretaker at the, yeah. the bottom mm. of the tunnel and that, um, but no, I mean, nothing really yet, but you know, there's that 2024, you know, <laughs> there's always that chance when I go back to it. Yeah. So where can people check this out? Where can people see what well, you're doing? I've got a website, www.theghostchander.co.uk. And I would love more Twitter followers. The real Richard at, at real Richard case, just the easy word, don't it? Really, mm-hmm. you know, at real Richard case. <laughs> and um, I'm on Facebook. They can look me up on Facebook and, and just have me on Facebook. And what do you say to people who say this is all a load of bollocks? 
I agree. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that makes you enjoy your job so much then if you don't believe in any of it? I think it's, people don't get that, but I think it's fun to find out why people believe wacky things. I think the psychology of it that you end up getting into. I mean, once I study more on psychology and hopefully maybe go down the lines of parapsychology, I think that's the, the, the bit that's interesting. You know, it's why they believe it. Um, what's the point of it, you know? What? So when you go and stay in like these abandoned factories or wherever you're staying, are you more interested in the people that are telling you about it than yeah, the yeah, place itself? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I say to, I've said to other ghost hunters, you know, find me a most weirdest place and send me there um but you know i've, 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 I've had a few in the states the one i really want to do in the states is the waverly uh sanatorium over there you know because uh, everyone thinks of like you know the mental hospital the abandoned mental hospital mm. and over there they've, they've got they've got loads of places like that i mean obviously it's not the same in the uk uh doing anything that's derelict i wouldn't recommend it you know mm. unless you uh got permission you know but uh yeah it's um it's uh and also over in uh, Guernsey is doing some of the the un underground bunkers, the Second World War bunkers. Is that is there an end goal for you? Uh, probably not. I probably uh, I'll, I'll probably end up you know wheeling myself round in these haunted. You know, you'll probably uh, end up uh, being a ghost myself and haunting people. If there's such a thing. <laughs> Looking um, for your grave for the yeah, picture of it, uh, yeah, Virgin so, Mary. Yeah, maybe it was me. You know, with an oil painting, sort of a you know, future. Uh, future apparition of myself love it richard thank you so much for thank coming you on. thanks guys it's been a pleasure yeah. um i was i the, i've loved this episode i'll tell you i'm slightly disappointed you're not a nutter yeah <laughs> i feel like we do need to yeah. find one now that's our I next think, i think I you think know you need a to, few i think you need to find one yeah definitely. yeah, yeah I'll, give, I'll, give we'll, us a nutter we'll yeah. i think that'll be a, anyone would have talked in mongoose there we go guys this has been jack mates happy hour podcast happy our ween with me jack mate stevie white and richard case the ghost challenger richard we always finish on the same question what's the meaning of life to have a bloody good time and enjoy it and make the most of the moment there we go what an answer see you in a few days guys jack mate's happy hour <laughs>